Hi everyone and welcome to Empowering the Opposition. My name is Dr. Nafis Alam and our topic today will be video games and mental health. Stress relief through playing video games. Uh, oftentimes video games get a bad reputation as far as being uh, a distraction, sometimes an addiction. Um, people who play video games are thought to be uh, recluse, um, antisocial in some instances. Uh, of course, there are certainly people that may fall into that category, but there's certainly a more positive side to video games as well, particularly in relation to mental health. First, when we talk about collaborative games like Fortnite or Rocket League or Call of Duty, let's say, um, there's that element of socialization where you're speaking with someone across the nation, across the world, over the uh, over the headset, and um, you're collaborating on a on a group effort, uh, whatever that group effort might be, whatever the uh, whatever achievement you're trying to to reach um, as a as a collective. Uh, there's an element of socialization there that could certainly be beneficial, especially for people who find it somewhat difficult to make friends out in the real world, um, you know, in, in person, let's say. They might find it easier and more natural in some cases to, to befriend people uh, uh, by playing video games. Uh, there's the element of strategy, too. Uh, some uh, research has been done, not a lot, but some research has been done on the positive impact of playing video games, particularly strategy games or games where you build towards something. Um, it can have the effect of boosting confidence. And the confidence that you get from, let's say, winning a, a game while you're playing video games can then be carried over to having confidence in the classroom, confidence in your career, um, as long as it doesn't turn into something that that is more of an addiction. Uh, video games, just like many things in moderation, can be quite beneficial to the human psyche. Now, in true empowering the opposition form, uh, we have to entertain the idea that uh, that there are some who believe that playing video games is nothing but detrimental to mental health because it gives a simulated version of what the real world is, whether it's Call of Duty, you're pretending to be a soldier, you're not actually a soldier. If you're playing Madden, 2K, you're pretending to be a football player, pretending to be a basketball, pretending to be an athlete uh, when you're not actually one yourself, and thus uh, it's, a, it's a false reality. And if people are living in a false reality, then there's a tendency to be um, sort of rejecting the actual reality and preferring the, the, the fictional the, the fictional reality as opposed to actual reality. Um, and that could certainly be something that could uh, be potentially detrimental to the human psyche. Uh, we've seen plenty of dystopian movies where uh, uh, people uh, tend to prefer a virtual reality environment as opposed to an actual reality environment, putting on those goggles and uh, just living in a world that um, that isn't real, that Matrix-style uh, simulation where you might be the king of the world and now you know everyone looks up to you, you're successful in everything that you do, um, and within that video game environment, it can really boost your ego, artificially so, and some would argue that that's not... Um, uh, it's it's a because it's false. It may not be uh, healthy uh, from a mental health standpoint or an emotional health standpoint. 
Now that, of course, is the counterpoint. Uh, the point here, uh, or the counterpoint to that counterpoint, I should say, uh, could be that video games increases confidence and when uh, played in moderation, and moderation can differ, you know, uh, depending on how much time you have. Uh, I've always enjoyed uh, one of the definitions for an addiction um, is not necessarily based on how frequent uh, you do something, rather on how much it takes you away from other things. So you might have someone, uh, find someone who plays video games three to four to five hours per day. And you might say to yourself, well, this person clearly is, is poorly adjusted and has an addiction. But what if I were to tell you that they have about seven to eight hours of free time per day and they do other things during you know that other free time and they're not just playing video games, that they're uh, being very productive in uh, their careers in their in academia in their personal lives and video games serves as an escape for them to re recharge and rebuild their energy so that they can move forward and uh and you know dominate in real life too i personally i love playing madden um there have been certain months where i'll play upwards of four to five hours of madden per day of course there are other months uh, particularly busy months during the semester where Maybe I'll play an hour or two hours of Madden. I like uh, MLB The Show, um, NBA, 2K uh, as well. I love sports video games. Most people know that about me. Um, and I can tell you from experience that, uh, that playing four to five hours of video games sometimes uh, per day really does uh, boost my confidence. But then there have been days where, you know, I've just had nothing to do and I played seven eight nine straight hours of, of video games and my eyes start hurting my head my head hurts um in those instances you might say that uh, uh that it may be unhealthy in that particular instance um it really depends on the person i think we're all too uh, eager to diagnose people with uh symptoms and 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 uh diagnoses in, in general uh, without first doing the research and uh, and assessing as to whether or not that is indeed the case. So video games can contribute to positive mental health just as video games can certainly contribute uh, to negative mental health. Um, they can also, uh, the virtual reality element of video games could also help people navigate through their personal lives in uh, in a number of different ways. Uh, for example, if you've got someone who struggles with interpersonal connections, they, they, they can't quite make friends. Um, they want to be friendly. They want to have friends. They want to be part of a social circle. But for whatever reason, maybe it's awkwardness. Maybe it's just a lack of um, access to, to people. It might be growing up in a very small neighborhood where it's very, you know, uh, lots of cliques and, and you're not part of any one of those cliques. Uh, you might feel quite isolated, and video games may give you an opportunity to build a community where, you know, after playing the video game, or whatever game that may be, the people that you've played with may take a general interest, genuine, I'm sorry, not general, genuine interest in your life and stay in touch with you via social media and ask you, hey, how's your day going? Are you going to be playing later today? Happy birthday. I hope you do really well on your presentation or something like that, you know? And that kind of uh, interaction, socialization can go a long way in helping people 
you know, achieve everything and, and live up to their fullest potential and, and live a meaningful life. You know, friends don't always have to be people that you're uh, physically around, uh, pe- people that uh, that are across the country, across the planet can be quite quite good friends indeed and you know in doing so you might find that uh, that those relationships can sometimes mean more because it's isn't it easy to be friends with someone because you live close to them a friendship of convenience video game friendships tend often not to be friendships of convenience and thus you know you might say that it's actually more difficult to maintain those friendships and those that would stand the test of time maybe are stronger relationships than you might expect them to be. So, um, you know, it's it's important to understand that, you know, there are conflicting viewpoints in everything, including the the positive and the negative impacts of video games um, on socialization and particularly on mental health. It's not automatically bad that people play video games. Uh, people um, play video games on a daily basis, on a, on a weekly basis, many, many hours of video games played. But at the same time, we also have to consider the counterpoint of the, of the idea that, you know, uh, when playing video games interferes with other things that you want to accomplish, other things that you want to do, then you might have a situation where uh, video games may actually, in fact, be detrimental to your mental health. It's really a person-to-person situation where you have to figure out um, where a person is in this particular regard and uh, if it's healthy for them. What's healthy for one person may not be healthy for another person. It really is an individual approach here uh, to, to this particular topic. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I'm Dr. Nafis Alam, and this has been Empowering the Opposition. See you next time.